Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. You also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group received a letter about seeking the past and then went to the Grand Duke Lion Cathedral where they encountered Flak Chimerazon and the Great Devourer. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So you three are in the Grand Duke Lion Cathedral. You have Thelonious who's chatting with Flak Chimerazon, one of the counselors who's totally belligerently drunk uh, and is like swilling communal wine essentially. And otherwise, Hannibal and Alice have searched through Abraham's office, and you guys have found the evidence of some some uh, uh, place existing underneath the church. What would you guys like to do? I think it's probably time to check the guard station. Yeah, we should probably let um, let them know what's going on here and kind of cover our ass. Yeah, let's let's chat with uh, our pal Flack on the on the way back. But let's oh, start. We can get. I wonder if uh, if either uh, uh, who's our two guard buddies. We got Reginald J- and Jeremiah. I wonder if one of them can kind of help us. Uh, you could see if they're in yeah, for sure. Let's go. So uh, you two walk out of the office uh, while they're chatting about what to do next. Is there anything you wanted to ask Flack before your friends uh, make it back? Yeah. Kamira, uh, can you help me out with uh, one of your raiders? Uh, yeah. Uh, Juliana. Uh, Blightcaller, is that her name? Yes. She's the pretty one? Yeah, that's that's the one. Sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know her. Yeah, do you know, like, kind of what her story is? Like, how well does she work for you? Uh, when's the last time you saw her? Anything like that? Uh, well, a couple of nights ago at the bar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a couple of nights ago at the bar. Is she... <laughs> Is she doing any, like, side tasks for someone else? You know, is she a part of anything else? He shrugs and he goes, I don't give a shit. Well, well, that's fine. But do you know if she's doing anything else? No, and I don't care. Okay. What's she doing for you these days? Hanging out and drinking, which is what everyone should be doing. I, hey, I, I'm drinking with you right now, pal. Hey, good job. <laughs> All right. And you two walk into the uh, the room, and Flat Kimerazon turns around, sees the two of you standing there, drops the wine on the ground, shatters the floor, and he goes, you have the fucking audacity to walk in here without drink? 
I pull out my flask. And then he points to you, Hannibal, and he goes, <laughs> so help me God, you better get a drink. Deal. You got one? Make a persuasion check. What'd you get? Oh, I don't know. A uh, 24. He grabs <laughs> the, the bottle of wine that hit the ground. He picks up the shattered like back half of the wine bottle that still has some uh, 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 wine in it, and he holds it up to you. And he goes, don't spend it all in one place. And I tip my head back, and I dump it Stone Cold Steve Austin style <laughs> down my throat. And then I smash it, and I yell, hell yeah. He goes to give you a high five. Lucky for you, he does not. Uh, <laughs> and he g- just gives you thumbs up, grabs two more bottles of the communal wine, which you think is the last that they have, and he goes, ah, that damn priest won't be needing this, and he like, starts heading off. He's walking to the front of the All church. Right, let's go hey, with him. Yeah, before you take off, do you know whose place this is, Kimarazan? Uh, One of the gods? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's your pal Goldbeard. Pal's a very strong word for Goldbeard. What's your What's your thought on him? I heard that he's kind of the the leading um, person that's going to take over as governor. Racism. You hear that, Dragonborn? Or are there too many scales in your ears? Racism <laughs> is why he's going to be the new governor. What What do you mean? Dwarves love dwarfs. It's what they do. Okay. And he, he starts walking down the hall, and he's like, I have half a mind to just... Uh, and he looks to the, the office door that he smashed, and he goes, rough up his office. And then he keeps walking past the door. You should, you should pee in his office. <laughs> Why Make are a you persuasion doing this? check with advantage. <laughs> with advantage, the so roll twice. Oh, shit. Uh, what was it? Persuasion? Persuasion. 15. Oh, Jesus. And he stops, and he goes... Now, there's a happy coincidence. And he walks into the office. And a moment passes, and you guys hear these dulcet sounds of urine splashing on the ground. While he's peeing, we should go. Or do we walk, with, do we walk back with him? Is to it better to have him with us? To do what? He's not going to do anything we don't want him to he, He's he, If he doesn't want to do something, he's just going to punch us and we're going to go flying. That Fair be. point. Fair point. All right. Let's. Uh, well, he's got less urine in his body. <laughs> yeah, but if we leave him here, get him. let's just leave him here. Let's just go. Let's go get. Let's well, talk, hold cover on. Our hey, ass. We have an advantage. Is there anything else we really need to ask him? I haven't been able to get shit out of him. But is there what about that person he? in his in his Raiders group? That Juliana. I asked. He said he did. He, he wouldn't tell me anything. Okay. Well, you're not sure if it's the alcohol or that he doesn't know anything. Yeah, well, that's true. All it's right. too late to roll What the hell else are we going to ask him? Let's just... Uh... I don't know. I tried to ask him about the governorship stuff. I don't know. Well, I mean, you, sh- can, you can push more questions. He got in that fight with Valentine. I feel like there's got to be something else we can get out of him. It sounds like he was just trying to stir up shit. Yeah. Yeah, but why? Have you co- seen him? Fair enough. He yeah. starts stumbling out of the office as he's like, kind of like, he's like lifting his pants back and like buckling his belt. Hey, hey uh, I got some more questions about Juliana. Is that all right? You feeling a little bit better? Here, here's some more drink. I and he more. takes your bottle of wine, <laughs> and he's like, he just sort of like, he looks at his, uh, uh, his sort of his gear, and he takes two of the axes, the hatchets that he has at his side, and just sort of tosses them onto the floor and puts the two bottles in place of them, and so they're bolstered, <laughs> you know, kind of on his belt. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, wait, wait, what, what do you need? So a little birdie told us that she wanted to to be a wizard. 
do you know anything about that? Does she have those kind of powers right now? Does she ever perform magic for you? What's this bird saying about me? Not you, Juliana. Focus, man. Focus. I, ki- I killed a rock. You know that, right? How do you kill a rock? It's just a rock. What? It's not just a rock. It's the biggest goddamn rock you've ever seen. I don't understand what that means. What about? I think rock are are, are C is what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know how to spell it. But what, but what yeah. about? Okay. But what about Juliana? Has she ever done any magic for you? Does she have these wizard powers? I don't think she's ever killed a rock. Hey, can I have those axes? Huh? What? The ones you dropped. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Is it worth rolling insight on the last thing he said, or not really? You can, sure. No, let's see what happens. Uh, ten. With a ten, he looks down and he goes, uh, he picks up the axe that's on the ground, and he like he like kind of plays around with the, the base of the handle, and he goes, nah, it's not a, a secret flask. Yeah, take it. Sweet. <laughs> and he gives you the, the two hatchets that are on the ground. My insight was only six. With a six, he seems super drunk. You don't think he cares that much about his raiders? Like you think that, like maybe it's the alcohol, but yeah, he just doesn't seem to give a shit about them. Okay. You know what, Flack? Why don't we get you on your way home? We have some business to attend to. I've spent way too much time in this sector because of you three. It, and we greatly appreciate your assistance. Yeah, you're, this you're evening. you are you are as much the legend as we have heard of. <laughs> ah, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. And as he starts walking to the front of the church, he starts talking about how amazing it was that he slew the rock with his own, you know, bare hands. That's right. Great. Did you get to keep any feathers of it? Uh did he? <laughs> One. No. He goes, nah, I uh, uh cooked and ate it. Had nice. to pluck them all off. All right, how did it taste? Enough. Not as good as I wanted. Did it taste better than those pickled eggs you just had earlier? Yes, because those tasted like priest piss. That's right. And now you pissed in the priest's office. Hey! Really makes you think, doesn't it? (laughs) Deep stuff. Real deep stuff. It's really deep. We should go. He stops for a brief moment, and he goes, yeah, I guess I don't have to take a dump. Sure. And he nods. And the crude, crude man that is Flat Chimarazon stumbles out onto the street. Are you guys actually going to try to help him go somewhere? Or are no, you just going to... we let him go do his yeah, thing. No, yeah, no, we let him go do his thing and we start making our way. He just sort of pops the top of another wine, in one of these wine bottles, and just starts walking down the street guzzling this communal wine. Can, can I follow him? Like not, like, not with him, hand in hand. I'm just curious where he's going. Sure, sure. So These two are going to go check... We'll go to the guard station. I don't yeah. really need to be you around, guys, do I? Well, you guys are heading all in the same direction. Flacky Marizon is kind of ahead of you guys, and the three of you, unless you want to try passing him, are all walking in the direction of the government district. All right, let's walk with him. If he veers yeah. off, then then maybe you can... Okay. Sure. So as you guys get to the guard station, uh, Flat Key Marizan starts heading south. You think that he's heading potentially to his own sector, the, <clears throat> the new residential district. Okay. All right, so before we get to the guard station... We got to figure out what exactly it is we're going to tell them. That we saw the uh, same creature we saw in the asylum. We it, saw we saw the door. We walked up. Yep. The front door was initially locked. We promise we didn't smash that door. We walk around <laughs> to the back. I didn't pee in the, the back. The back looked opened. We took a peek in. We saw the monster. The beast yep. marked its territory. Right. <laughs> yes. We happened to run into Flack. When we went to go look for guards, Flack came back with us, and the place was destroyed. 
This sounds like a horrible story. No, this is all true because it's we came. Just randomly it's, ran into a counselor. No, listen, listen. We came back. The monster showed up. We came back. Right. Here's the thing. It is all, where were we? It's all true. And then we came <laughs> back, true. and then the place got all, destroyed. That, it is yes. quite ridiculous, but like, I mean, on any pressing of information, it is all honest. All of so. it's true. Yeah. We don't have to worry just about having to deceive anybody. It's true. I, doesn't mean they hey, don't fucking That's That's all true. All right, so you guys want to head to the guard station? Yes. The sheriff's yeah. office? Sure. So the three three of you? All three? Well, I don't know. Where, where did Camaris go? Oh, no, he's walking uh, towards the south. Do you, I kind of want to follow him. Okay, go for All it. All right, and then if depending on how far away you are, maybe we'll try and send you a message. And see. Okay. Well, it'll be beyond well, 100, yeah, 100 feet, feet, that's for sure. Yeah. How, how about I tell him we'll meet back at the Meltiero uh, All right, good idea. Sure. Man, you've had a few drinks. Uh, so, yes, I have. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Thelonious, you're following. Are you going to be invisible? Are you going to do anything fancy like you did before? Um. Yeah, I will go invisible. Absolutely. You uh, duck into an alley, step out, you're invisible, you follow after uh, Flat Key Marathon. You have advantage on stealth, go ahead and make me that roll, and I will let you know how far he goes and where he goes. Uh, so Hannibal and Alice, you guys walk into the guard station. Uh, Hannibal, roll me a d20, and we're going to see who is in there, if it's anyone good. 17. Yeah, yeah, you see... Uh, uh, Let's see. Who is it that Reggie you Reggie or Jeremiah? Yeah, Reggie or Jerry. Uh, you see. Uh, let me see. You find them both. They're both uh, talking with each other. Reginald and uh, Jeremiah Sweet. are speaking, and uh, they see the two of you, and uh, they both kind of look up, and they're like, "Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Demon Breaker." Hey guys, listen, Miss um, Alice. I don't Miss know, Alice they, is fine. Yeah, I don't know that you've ever given them a last name. I don't know if you've ever given anyone a last name. Alice is fine. Sure thing. And they go, uh, Miss Alice, uh, Mr. Demon Breaker. Guys, listen. Yeah. <clears throat> There's something happened at the church. We oh. uh, we were walking by, and we, we were, you know, in the course of our investigation, we're worried about the counselors, so we were checking the church out to make sure, yeah. you know, Abraham, nothing had happened to him. Sure, sure. Front door was fine. We walked around to the back. Back door was ajar. So we oh. popped our head in. We took a look. And um, the monster we've been after was there so we we ran out to go find some guards we didn't find any we actually ran ended up running into counselor uh counselor camarazon uh if you want make a uh, an insight check uh, me too yeah yeah 17 uh, uh unnatural 20 16 Jeremiah c- continues listening and has a like kind of a pretty stone cold face. Reginald immediately, you can see, gets kind of a little bit of distaste on his face at the mention of Flat Key Marazon. You think maybe they've had issues with him previously? Yeah, I get it. He's a lot. We know. <laughs> uh, but we came back, and then the whole place was destroyed. They roll insight. You guys are pretty much telling the truth. Uh, and they nod, and they go, well, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, get a team together, and we'll... Uh, uh, head over there. Good. Uh, and then secondarily to that, do, we didn't find Abraham. Do, is he safe? Do we know if he's okay? Because uh, we don't know where he lives, so we don't really know. We'll send a messenger to his house. Yeah, good. Just kind of keep him. We want to make sure yeah. that he's... Obviously, if this thing went to the church, it was looking for <clears throat> him or something at the church. I don't know if it's going to him next or what's going on. They, they nod, and uh, Jeremiah uh, step speaks up, and he says... Yeah, we'll we'll send a, a word to the uh, his residence. Uh, he's had a guard detail as of late, uh, so I, I think he should be good. But we'll send word to them and make sure everything's okay. 
Thank you. And um, Orvalt was, I know it's. I know it hasn't been very long. He was checking into something for us. Do you know, just while we're here, he was oh, looking for a... Uh, I mean, yeah, he, he put in the order for us to start sweeping through the area, uh, but yeah. that hasn't begun yet, I'm okay. afraid. I wasn't sure. Uh, that'll potentially be maybe a little delayed uh, looking into this church thing. Sure. And uh, Reginald runs off to get uh, some people. Is there anything else you wanted to uh, talk with uh, Jeremiah about? Are you guys good? No, I think we're good. Get Jeremiah, again... We appreciate your help. You are an asset to us and the city. He he thanks you and he says, "Yeah, we'll we'll take a look into it." And Thelonious, you are following behind Flat Kimarazan. I rolled an unnatural twenty on my stealth, by the way. Ooh la la! Wow. I uh, so. He has disadvantage while you had advantage because he's yeah. so sloppy drunk. I rolled incredibly good. It's very, very good that he had disadvantage or his natural 20 would have seen you. Oh, damn. He does not notice you. He stumbles <laughs> down the streets. A bastard. <laughs> stumbles down the streets and doesn't notice you in the least. And he makes his way uh, over to the uh, same bar that you guys had Oh, the Red Gorgon Saloon. Uh, the Red Gorgon Saloon, yep. Oh, that place you've never been into, visible. <laughs> That's uh, true. No, once visible. <laughs> the, the first time. Oh, the very first oh, time. The very That's first right. time, yeah. The very first time. Aside from that, yeah, you've never been in there visible. Uh, so you want to uh, walk in? Do you want to uh, just hang outside? No, I'm going to walk in. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. What was your stealth again? Na- unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Nobody notices you. This time around, Iser, uh, uh, the, the half-orc behind mm-hmm. the uh, bar, sort of looks up in the direction of the door as it you know sort of swings open, and you time it perfectly as Flack is going through, and he doesn't notice a thing. <clears throat> Great. So you have Flacky Marizan stumble into the, like, the booth in the corner, and uh, let's see who might be around. Um... A few of the the people from before are there. So you have, uh, you do not see the shoemaker, the weird gnomish cobbler. He's nowhere to be seen. Uh, The wood elf who had the repeating crossbow is not there. You have uh, a woman in purple robes. Uh, You think it might be Juliana Blightcaller. You see her sitting there already, along with the same uh, stout halfling as before. He's wearing like a deep navy blue outfit. Uh, he's kind of got like a, a sort of a shrewd look on his face. Sort of kind of looks around. He's always kind of not nervous, but he's always sort of scanning uh, the area. And then aside from that, you see a couple of uh, humans that have like, you know, swords at their side. Okay. And you have Flack sort of sit down. Draw or pop the the uh, communal wine off his uh, <laughs> uh you know kind of uh, uh belt and put it on the table and he goes ah, yeah drink up everybody and everyone just sort of looks at each other and uh, the uh, halfling sort of takes the cork out pops it open and does a little cheers and pours it into a glass for himself. So he's sitting at the table with all of his raider friends. Not all of them, it seems, but at least some, yeah. Okay. Some, and then uh, the one of the mercenaries from before. I just want to make sure I can like listen in on the conversation, so I want to be maybe at a booth or a table nearby. Sure. Did you want to become visible and then find a seat, or did you want to just like stand off to the side, invisible, and hide? Well, hmm. I wonder if I just join the party. You could make yourself visible somewhere. Come back. Come in and sit down. Don't look at me. I can't tell you what to do. I'm not. That's there. true. You are alone. What I would you know. like to do? Um, 
Yeah. You know what? Uh-huh. We're going to see where this takes. Sure. I'm, I'm going to like, do I just like run into a bathroom and then like. Yeah, you step into like, the, 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 back, yeah, the back hallway. You wait until nobody's around. <clears throat> it looks like this is the hallway that leads to like a kitchen area. Right. And you drop the invisibility spell and you walk out. And uh, I'll walk to the bar and like pretend I'm getting a drink. And then I'll like be like, oh my, Kimara's oh, eyes, is that you? Uh, he looks up and sees you. Who the hell are you, dude? You and I—we've been—we've been hanging out together this this evening. Remember, we were at the church. Uh, we had that pickled egg. I remember tasting priest piss, <laughs> and everybody at the table kind of looks at him a little funny. I uh, back over to you two, uh, Hannibal and Alice. You guys have uh, gone ahead and passed along. The information to the guard station, they're going to go check that out. What would you guys like to do now? Right. Do we want to head back to the Martial Albert's, or do we want to see if we can uh, track Thelonious? Because there's no way he's not causing trouble. Well, you know what? <laughs> Let's let him cause trouble. <laughs> we got to let him free at some point. We can't always have him on a leash. It's true. At it's, least it, he's reached that age. At the very <laughs> minimum, he's with somebody way worse than him. So he's going to look like the good guy in this. That actually is really sound logic. That is a fair point. All right, let's go. Uh, we'll just go. Back. Well, yeah, we'll head back to the Mertillo Bears. Sure. There's nothing else you guys would like to do. Nothing else you want to investigate for now. Is it? it it's pretty late right now at this point. I mean, at this point, yeah, it's it's beyond dinner. the The sun is set. It is nighttime. Yeah, I could use a snack. Yeah, let's go get a see what. Uh, if Fritz is available. Sure. So you guys head off to the Mertillo Bears. I. Uh, Thelonious. You are trying to reason with Flat Humerazon that he he totally knows you, and he does. Clearly, he does. You watched him walk in. There was no chance for him to like slip out with a doppelganger or anything. But his miserable drunk ass cannot remember you. I rolled a two. He does not remember you. Dude, dude, we 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 ran into you in the street. You were like, who the hell are you? You were telling us a story about this rock that you killed, but you didn't eat any of it. Remember, none of this is coming back to you. Didn't eat any of it. Let me tell you, brother. And he starts to lecture you about how he slew the rock. And it's this like like grand tale of him like somehow like bagging women all the while while he's like killing the rock. It like oh it's this ridiculous story. But you think there might be some truth to it if you want you to roll insight. I can tell you maybe a little bit more. Uh, 13. With a 13, you, you're pretty sure he's telling the truth that he slew this giant mythical bird. However, the, you think it's been grossly exaggerated. And by gross, I mean, like, really, it's kind of disgusting, the detail he's putting into this. And uh, almost everybody at the table has either already heard it a few times or, well, it looks like the halfling and the, uh, the elf are, are, you know, a little iffy on the whole, you know... Kimira's on sl- slaying the rock thing. However, it does seem like the two humans that are there are pretty excited about it. Okay. Oh, she's a half elf. I'm sorry, half elf. Yeah. Do you guys mind if I sit with you, have a drink? Uh, make a persuasion check. Uh, that's an eight. With an eight, I. Uh, Flat Kimarazan doesn't really like he's just engrossed in his own story. Uh but the halfling uh, uh nods to you and says, uh, yeah, uh, slide in. Cool. Uh Kimarazan's been telling me, so you guys are you guys part of his raiders? Is that right? The halfling looks to you and he goes, Ah, no, friend, I'm uh Roscoe. 
Uh, they call me the Blue Falcon. Uh, no, no, I'm a mercenary on the side. Oh, okay. What are you doing hanging out with these guys then? Well, we recently did a job together, and uh, I've been kind of killing some time in town, and so I've uh, just sort of been hanging out. What was the job? Anything fun? Well, we were looking up for new trade routes in the south. Oh. Yeah, like, was... were you dealing with, like, the, the bullywugs and all that down there in the near the river? Uh, no, no, or was no. that north? Uh, this, yeah, that, w- that would be still near the city in the mountains. Uh, we oh, okay. went off into the woods and stuff looking for different trails. Oh, all right. Any luck? Not the best of luck. There's a lot of monsters out that way. Oh, what kind of monsters? Well, I... Uh, uh, one of my uh, pals, uh, who's not in the Raiders, he kind of whispers that part to you. Uh, he goes, uh, yeah, he slew uh, something called uh, the Devil Sword. Some big giant monster with a giant toothy mouth. Kind of reptilian looking. Huh. Yeah. Pretty scary stuff. Sounds like it. Well, you know, that's why the pay was so good, I guess. So who pays you? Does Kimarazan pay you or someone else pay you? Well, it seems... It seemed like, you know, it was coming through him, but I have reason to believe that maybe it's just using the city's funding. I don't know. And he's kind of whispering to you as Flack is just babbling about the fact that, you know, he slew the rock and women love him. And like, you know, he's the coolest dude ever. And he, you know, totally, totally didn't have a uh, genie grant him all of his strength. And it's all natural. Awesome. So you just kind of come and go with the rest of the Raiders then, depending on... And what the assignment is, or what it is that they're asking you to do? Well, uh, that's the thing. Uh, I'm just a mercenary. You know, I'm I'm not in league with uh, the Raiders or anything. But uh, as far as that goes, you know, the I've been getting paid somehow. And he lifts up his drink with the communal wine. He goes, "So cheers to that." Yeah, cheers. And he and he takes a uh, sip of the wine and uh, lets you know that you know somehow he's being paid for this. Hey, uh, the girl over there, do you know, is, is that Juliana Blightcaller? Uh, indeed it is. Do you know, does she do any, like, wizardry stuff at all? Yeah, I don't know a lot about it, but, yeah, she seems to uh, cast magic. Okay. Anything strange about her at all that you've ever noticed, or is she kind of cool, cool chick? I don't have a problem with her, but, uh, I mean, I don't know where her, she's getting her magic from. Doesn't seem to be a spell book. Maybe hmm. it's all natural. I don't know. Hmm. That's interesting. Do you mind introducing uh, her to me? Well, you have a crush on her? I don't know if well, you're yeah. her type, but a whatever. Bit. And uh, he, uh, uh, Roscoe flags down Juliana, and he says, uh, Juliana, this is Thelonious? Yeah, that's right. And uh, he says, this is Thelonious. Uh, he's a new friend. And Juliana just sort of looks at you kind of sideways up from the other side of the table. Flack is kind of in between you guys, and it's just so it's hard to talk to her. But he, she just kind of nods, and she says, uh, Mr. Thelonious? Hey, how are you? Quite well. Yourself? I'm doing okay. Um, I heard, you know, I heard that you might uh, have some some wizarding powers. Is, is that true? You've been uh, taught or trained or anything like that? I am able to cast magic, which is something that most are unable to do. I know, right? It's kind of nice. Like I'm a sorcerer, you're a you're a wizard. It's p- pretty cool being. She just smiles. Able to do that kind of stuff, right? She just smiles. Yeah, that's cool. What have you? Uh, what's uh, Kimarazan been having you do lately? Well, the most recent job is finished, and she has to talk a little louder to talk over you know Flack. 
Uh, and she says the recent job is finished, so now it's uh, we're just on call. Anything, anything good that you just did? Trade routes to the south. Oh, you were monsters. part of that too. Yes, then, huh? yes. Uh, the, most of us were in the Raiders. Oh, okay, that's cool. And she nods. Uh, you know, I Kimmer's gonna tell me a little bit. He got into a little bit of a ruckus with Valentine a few days ago. Were you guys around for any of that that was going on? Uh, she shrugs and uh, she says, "I only know what he bragged about later." What is? Do you know how does he feel about? him generally like are they usually like adversaries of one another or this was just kind of him teasing do you know she kind of gives you a, a weird look and she says well i think if he was sober he probably wouldn't be very apt to hanging out with you mr thelonious he's not a big fan of the uh, dragonborn and she just sort of smiles how do you feel about us dragonborn a job's a job, Mr. Thelonious. If I'm paid to sit here, then sit here I will. And she lifts up her uh, glass of whatever she's drinking. She didn't drink the communal wine. No. And she takes a sip. Okay. If you want, you can make an insight check on any of that. Sure. And what'd you get? Uh, tw- unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. I... She's very, very, like, beating around the bush for a lot of stuff. She never said anything about whether she's a wizard or not. But, she, you know, you can't tell if she's lying because of that. Uh, you think that Flack likely is a little racist against Dragonborn? Yeah. Uh, she seems very neutral. She just doesn't seem to care much. I uh, I heard that Valentine's gone missing. Do you, do, you know, do you guys know anything about that? I'll just ask the, the group in general. Mm. <coughs> Uh, everyone kind of shakes their head. Uh, Flack is just way too drunk. He has no yeah. idea. Uh, he starts like stuttering and you know like spewing out words, and you can barely understand him at this point. Uh, Roscoe uh, kind of nods and he says, "Ah, I've heard a few little rumors." Yeah, what's that? Oh, just that he hadn't been seen in a day or so. <laughs> you guys don't have any idea. Well, I'll roll inside, I guess. Sure. Uh, five, six. Seem to be telling the truth. Okay. All right. Um, uh, just trying to think what else here. Sipping my drink. <laughs> you you slowly <laughs> sip the drink. We're gonna go back to the others for now. Uh, so uh, Hannibal and Alice, you guys are uh heading through the the you know the rest of the government district. You guys pass across the bridge. You get yourself into the merchant district, and you're on your way to the. Uh, uh, old residential district, of course, to to go back home. Is there anything you wanted to do that uh, popped in your heads in the meantime? Um, it's been a been a late night. Yeah, I, I, can't I mean, think of anything. the only thing I think of is maybe ask around about if anyone knows about Murdoch. Ask around to who? No just the, Well, is there anyone out? Do we see? Roll <laughs> D twenty, and what are they going to know? <laughs> uh, that's a five. Murdoch himself turns the corner. No. Uh, <laughs> Shit! <laughs> oh, hi, Hannibal. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, so you look around, and I mean, you're in the merchant district, so you don't see a ton of people, but there are definitely people around. There are certainly still shops open into the evening. You know, uh, the merchant district usually closes down by like the middle of the night, uh, and some stores are even closed earlier. Uh, however, you do see uh, your old pal, the Pains, at Payne. Uh, imports, uh, you see them, uh, uh, they are that establishment is open. Let's pop in real quick. Let's go talk to uh, Gaius. Sure. Uh, so you guys walk into the store. Um, 
And Gaius is the one there. Sorry. Uh, Gaius Payne sees you and uh, goes, oh, hello. How can I help you? Hey, buddy, I, I got a question for you. Yes? I got these hatchets here. Are they? Are they? I don't really know a ton about hatchets. Can you look at them? Tell me anything about them? If they're just normal hatchets, anything fancy? Oh, uh, sure. I can certainly investigate them. And uh, uh, Gaius Payne takes the hatchets from you and uh, roll a d20. Let's see uh, how fancy they might be. Fuck. One. <laughs> he looks at them and he goes, "I'm afraid they're pretty mundane." Um. Was someone trying to unscrew the bottom? There's not a screw on the bottom. That's weird. Uh, no, he says, uh, I'm afraid they're they're very mundane. Like, uh, in fact, like both of them or just one of them? Or? <laughs> Roll a d20 for the other. Nine. And he goes, well, this one, the other one is 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 just beyond salvaging, I'm afraid. Uh, uh, but this one, uh, is, you know, we could potentially buy it back, I suppose. I was gonna hang on to them. They're kind of oh. they're, they're, they're very sentimental to me. They were given to me by a very person. <laughs> very person. Wow, that yep. kind of guy. Yep. Huh. Or gal. Um. Yeah. That's that's fine. You I, you don't need to sell them if you don't want to. But they're not especially valuable. I'm afraid. I was just curious. I didn't think they were. They looked normal. Guy's paying kind of nods his okay. his head. It's always good to have hatchets. You know. Oh, I would presume so, but I I don't keep hatchets myself. What's your weapon of choice? Oh, um, I I don't really have a weapon of choice. I suppose maybe a penknife. And the the door opens, and a uh, gnome walks in to start buying things potentially. Okay. Well, you know, we're gonna hang back for a second. We'll let you do do your business here with the sure. With so the you two step off to the side, and the gnome walks up to the counter, and they start talking. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Did you want to leave? Do you want to listen in on that conversation? Do you want to buy things? Do you want to ask him about uh, Obsidian Town? See if he knows anything? Or yeah, maybe. Kind of maybe, maybe we'll, let's hang out, hang back for a second. Yeah. Let's see what kind of happens with the gnome here. Maybe we, maybe it's something we can use. Sure. Gnome walks up to the uh, counter, and. Uh, uh, he's got like a big rucksack on, and as he sort of walks up, a boot falls off the back and hits the ground. He goes, hello, I'd like to make uh, some purchases of some fine leathers. And Gaius Payne goes, yes, sir, I'd be happy to sell you fine leathers. What, you know, how much? And they start chatting about how much, and the... the I really want to hear them chat back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, the gnome uh, goes, I-, I need at least... 13 and a half feet of leather. Um, it, it, it has to be 13 and a half because 13's an unlucky number. I, I can't be having no unluck in my store and in my shoes. And the guy's pain goes, Oh, well, sure, of course. I, I wouldn't want you to be unlucky, sir. And somehow Gaius Payne seems more charismatic than this other guy. And <laughs> Gaius Payne goes and gets the leather, trims it to its size, and uh, he goes, well, here you are, sir. And the, the gnome goes, well, let me get out my, my tape measure. And he, he measures it himself. And Gaius is like, well, sir, I'm pretty sure it's 13 and a half feet. He goes, I, I just I just need to be sure because if it's if it's 13, it'll be unlucky. And he pulls out the tape measure and slowly starts running it along. And it seems to measure out 13 and a half feet. He goes, I'll, I'll purchase it. Do you do a layaway program? <laughs> and Guy's Payne goes, I'm afraid all purchases must be made up front, sir. 
And he goes, oh, I'll need to go into my coin purse for this. And he, and he puts the backpack on the ground. He starts ruffling through it, and shoes are just sort of falling out. These are, these are great shoes. I, I can only do one thing at a time. I'm sorry. <laughs> my apologies. Please finish yeah. what he, you're doing. He, we'll chat after. He <laughs> puts the, the backpack down, and he looks at you. He goes, I thank you for saying that they're fine shoes. I, I do good work. I can tell I like footwear, and footwear, you clearly know your footwear. I really enjoy feet. What? <laughs> sure enjoy you do. feet. What the, do, you, do, you, do you have a shop, or how do you sell these? I, I, was, I was trying to get enough money for a shop, uh, but, but somehow Roscoe convinced me that shops in this town w- would be a bad idea, so, so we, we, I haven't bought anything yet. Well, well who's Roscoe? Roscoe's a... A business associate of mine. Okay. So do you have shoes here that you could sell? He sort of looks to the the bag of uh, shoes. He goes, no, no, they're all out of order. I I would need to take at least an hour to to arrange them and make sure that they look good. Really? An hour? At least an hour. (laughs) And Gaius goes, I'm afraid you're unable to sell your own wares in our store, sir. And he goes, oh, this is the worst. <laughs> oh, could anything worse happen to me? You know, why don't you finish your business and we can, we can talk. We'll, we'll chat outside the yeah. door here. I don't, I don't like when people are waiting on me. It makes me nervous. Okay, you know okay. what? Then we're going to chat amongst ourselves. And when you're done, if we decide that it's a good idea to chat with you and you want to chat with us, we'll be here. If not, we're not waiting on you. We're chatting amongst ourselves. Oh, casual conversation kind of makes me nervous, too. Um, yeah, that's fine. And he goes through the bag to start trying to get the money to pay. Back to you, Thelonious. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm getting near the end of my drink, mm-hmm. and I, I just flatly ask, you know, I'm like, have you guys been hearing about these disappearances going around town lately? Let's see. Uh, the two humans kind of shrug. They don't really seem to know much. Juliana Blightcaller kind of... Uh, doesn't really nod or shake her head no. She just sort of, you know, kind of a vacant stare. Doesn't really pay much mind. Uh, let's see. Flack has disadvantage. You know, Flack kind of shrugs. He goes like, I heard about that in a meeting. I would hope so. And he doesn't really say much else. Can I do an insight on Juliana's just her expression or not really? Yeah, you sure can. Okay. Uh, you can get her mood for sure. Uh, 21. With a 21, you think she might have an idea? Maybe not like a lot, but like maybe there's something like maybe she's heard about it, but just doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Roscoe, however, kind of uh, uh, looks to you, uh, Thelonious. He goes, "Listen, this is awfully boring stuff. Why, why don't we step off to the side here, Mister Thelonious? I'll, I tell you what, I'll pay your tab and we'll get you on your way, huh?" Can I roll insight? You sure can. <laughs> what? Uh, eighteen. Then 18, you feel like he knows something and he doesn't want to talk about it in front of the others. All right. I'll be like, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. And he walks up to uh, Iser and uh, uh, just puts some coin a coin on the counter, like a few coins or whatever, like, you know, copper pieces or whatever. And he walks you outside. Yeah. So what do you got for me, man? Well, uh, I don't know a lot, but I know that a friend of mine has gone missing. Oh, yeah? Who's that? Uh wizard by the name of Zoth Reveris. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm aware of that. By, by the way, I'm, I'm trying to investigate. 
some of these missing people. You don't say. Come on. <laughs> well, you have cop written all over you. Well, I, I would not say I'm a cop. But it might still be written on you, though, friend. It might be fair enough. Yeah, we we talked to Zoff's uh, wife. And, obvious questions. I. Uh, yeah, we weren't able to get a whole lot uh, from her at all. She just didn't know. But she did mm. talk about how he had gotten a new job that was paying all this money. What? Yeah, she, he said he told her that he was he had a new job getting all this money at the university. But we checked with the university. He never worked there. You know where he might be, where he might have been earning money from? Hmm. And he thinks about it and he goes, Oh, that's weird. That's very weird. Here's the thing, uh, Mr. Reveris, um, I'd consider him a friend for sure. Okay. Almost more of a business partner. I have a lot of business partners. It's what I do. And he came to the city and said he was going to go for this job at the school. So it's very strange that he wasn't really working for them, because that's what I was under the impression of. Uh, when I talked to his missus, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, she, she mentioned the same. That's what I was under the impression of. But you're saying that you talked to the school and they did not yeah, they, hire him. Yeah, they, they said uh, that uh, yeah, he didn't work for them at all. Hmm. He was looking for a, a, a Davidad, but, but he wasn't there anymore. Oh, Davida? Yeah. Passed away. Yeah, that's, that's what we heard. You know Davida too? You didn't actually hear that he passed away, just that he moved away. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. He, uh, uh, Roscoe nods. He In goes, a different world, I think I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, uh, gaming. No, it's fine. <laughs> Roscoe uh, kind of nods. He goes, yeah, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Reverus there uh, went to the city of uh, Narquelian. Okay. And uh, where his teacher used to stay, and his teacher had already passed. Gotcha. Uh, maybe, I don't know few weeks, maybe a half month before he arrived. Okay. You don't know anything else, though, about Zoff's disappearance? Like, he didn't talk to you, like, before it happened? Like, he wasn't into anything weird? He wasn't dealing with these other raiders or anything? Mm, no, I wouldn't say he wasn't into anything weird, friend. What was he into? Weird <clears throat> things happened in the city of Narquelian. Have you heard much about it? But no, tell me a little bit more. I don't even know that I believe what happened in that city. So I tell you what, I'm going to do some digging around. I'll find you. Where uh, Where do you stand? We're staying at the Meritiel Alberge. He kind of stops for a moment and he goes, I've heard it's a really nice bed and breakfast, but it's a little expensive. Is that true? Uh, Yeah, it's really nice. It's worth your money. Not that huh. I'm paying any right now, but. He kind of looks at you funny. He goes, well, that's a business arrangement I need to get into. He, uh, he for says, sure. Fritz is a great guy. He runs the place. Fritz. What's his last name? I, I don't know. His name's Fritz. Real. What is it? Real. Real. You, if you don't remember, you don't remember. <laughs> All right. I don't, uh, I don't remember his name. That's okay. Uh, he he kind of shrugs. He goes, ah, I don't know the name Fritz. Uh, but that's okay. And he goes, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll look into things. I hey, really, really appreciate it. You don't know anything else about, about the disappearances? You don't know anything about born, uh, or, yeah, born missing or anything like that? Mourn. Uh, oh, uh, uh, head of the Dragon District? Born? Yeah. He goes, I've not seen him, but uh, I'll have my eyes out for him, for sure. Right. And do you know, do these, the other raiders, they don't do any illegal activities, do they? <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I don't know exactly what they're into, friend, but I can tell you this. There's really nothing all that legal about Kimarazan's raiders. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know exactly what they're up to, uh, but I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. But you haven't ever seen them do anything like involving like dark magic or demons or anything crazy like that, have you? Mm, I don't know about demons, friend, but uh, 
Dark Magic, uh, you might be onto something with that with uh, Miss Blake Collar that you're so infatuated with. Oh, really? Can I you mean, tell me a little bit more about that? Well, I don't know a lot about magic. That's the the tricky part here. Uh, but sh- I didn't see her looking into a spell book like a wizard. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. She might be a sorcerer, maybe. But she wears light armor. She, you know, can only cast a few spells before she has to rest and get more. I, I don't know a lot about it, but doesn't strike me as uh, being a very proficient sorcerer. Okay. Carol Insight. Yeah, it? sure. 18. 18? He seems to be telling the truth about that. Okay. Uh, he, he's not super forthcoming on info because he's he's a pretty reserved guy himself. But yeah, it seems like uh, uh, whoever or whatever Juliana's up to, it does seem a little darker than typical magic. Uh, if you want, you can make an arcana check and you might be able to learn more. And I can uh, help you from there. Uh, 13? With a 13? Yeah, it doesn't sound like a wizard or a, a, a sorcerer. And there's only other one type of mage that you can think of that would uh, uh, be a, uh, uh, you know, spilling out arcane magic. And that's a warlock. Okay. Warlocks, uh, you don't know a ton about it because it's not your own kind of magic, but warlocks are uh, essentially uh, magic users that are bound to other beings, whether they be aberrations, whether they be fey lords, or demons or devils. That is certainly a possibility. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you know, um, would Camarazon ever ask her to do dark magic type stuff? Or that would kind of... That... Camarazon doesn't know what that means. Camarazon uh, yeah. might tell her to do nasty things. But, I mean, whether he's specifically requesting dark magic is not very likely. Sounds like she's probably paying the bills with Camarazon's tasks but she's got something else going on on the side maybe i mean that's a thing friend i i just don't know a lot about what they're up to because it's not really anything i've been interested in i'm also trying to keep my distance so i can make a hasty retreat out of the city when i need to yeah that's fair enough i mean if if you can if you can find out anything more about juliana for me that'd be great i mean don't get yourself in danger or anything like that but now friend i you know, I, I'm looking into what I can for these, you know, for you here. And I mean, Juliana, it's just a lot of extra legwork. I'll make it w- worth your while. Oh, now how much are we talking here? Uh, I don't know. We'd have to arrange it. I mean, we're, we're working with the city. I'm sure the city, if I told them that you're helping us out. <laughs> no, friend, I don't out. need to be associated with the city here. Uh, this can be out of your pocket or money you get from them to All go right. to me. That's fine. No, you know what? He we, smiles. We're, we're getting paid well, so we can arrange something. Wonderful. I tell you what, you're at the Mertil Alberge? Correct. I will meet you there as soon as I find some information out for you. All right. Sounds great. Do you, one, one last thing. Do you know where Juliana usually stays? Sometimes at the bar up in the the second floor, they've got some rooms oh, here. Okay. I've passed out here a few times. Otherwise, uh, uh, she might be over in the uh, uh, new residential district. Okay, and she stays at a place called the Moon Moon something. Oh, okay. Moon, I don't remember. Uh, moon yeah, something rather. Uh, moonlight cloak. Is that it? Yeah, that sounds familiar. I bet it's that. Yeah, sounds good. And he smiles uh, and he goes. Well, I'll see you when I find some information, and then we'll talk business, of course. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. And he nods. He says, anything for a buck, friend. All right. And he darts down an alley and vanishes. All right. 
I'll um I'll I'll hop back to the Mercier Albert then. Absolutely. Back to pain imports. Your friend, uh, the shoe cobbler, has has made his purchase. He's put the uh the stuff away in his bag, and he sort of steps up to you guys and he's like, "So you want to see some shoes?" Yeah. What do sure. you What do you, what do you got? Head out. Uh, head outside and take a look at what you got. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd really like an hour to, to what, arrange them. But what's your what? name? Uh, my name is Norbert. Norbert, it's a pleasure to meet you. I am Hannibal. This I didn't, is I didn't get a chance to say my last name. It's I'm... Norbert Tinkledink. <laughs> Tinkle Tinkledink. It is indeed. That is lovely. Of the Tinkledink family. Sure, sure. It's it's we we're a very big family. Yeah, a lot of people. Are we sure. aware of the Tinkledink family? You make a history check with disadvantage. Oh. You're not really sure you've I'm ever good. heard that name. I don't care. <laughs> Alice is, uh, what'd you get? 14. With a 14, you've never once heard of the Tinkle Ding family. Uh, and, and he, he, you know, kind of, kind of nods. And he says, um, so, so here's, here's the pair that I, I am probably most impressed with. And he puts a pair of heels on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. What do they do? Well, you, you put your feet in them, and and you're you're elevated slightly because of the heels. You see, you see the heels raise you off the ground just slightly and give oh, you the heels. illusion of height. That's not so much for me then, because I'm already I've already got some height on me. I would say it's probably more Alice's style. Alice, what do you think of these? How tall are you? Me, I am I am like six one. I mean, if you wanted to be six three, you could wear the heels, and 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 then you'd be taller. That's true, but at running in heels, you know, I think those would look great on you, Hannibal. No, I'm. I, the heels yeah. are not about running. You don't run in heels. It's very dangerous. Someone could get hurt. Okay, these are not for me then, because I do a lot of running. Oh, I don't think I have running shoes. That's okay. What else do you do? You have some kind of combat boot, some kind of something, some something tactical. Roll a d twenty. Oh boy. <laughs> Let me know what you get. A six. He pulls out uh, a pair of like wooden clogs, and he goes, I-, "I bet it would really hurt if you got kicked with these." You are absolutely correct. Wooden, wooden shoes might cause splinters. I mean, I I I I I feel uncomfortable offering up deadly weapons. I should really go. I should really be leaving. And he starts scooping up his shoes, okay. and he gets really nervous. Okay, no, hey, uh, we're good. Do you have any shoes you don't like? He stops and he goes, "Who doesn't like shoes?" No, 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 no. I mean, are you like shoes you don't particularly care for, like ones you've made? I'm not a very big fan of sandals. No, you know me either. You know, yeah, sandals I are don't the like worst, sa- especially sandals with socks. Open, That's so weird. Open toes mean that that whatever's going to happen to your feet, the shoes can't protect you. Why would you wear sandals? You're not wrong. I I absolutely agree with you. Norbert, what do you what do you what are you doing in this in the city? Uh, my my comrade had some business in this city, and he, he wanted me to 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 go into business with him, and so I'm kind of waiting on him to to leave. To leave to go into business? Yeah, in another city. He says that Rayburn Falls is no good for shoes. Why does he believe that? He said that the people of this city don't believe in shoes. It's very strange. Yeah, who wouldn't believe in shoes? I Everyone don't I've know. seen around here seems to wear shoes. That yeah, except the Dragonborn. That's really the only ones that don't mm. wear shoes. It's a con- conspiracy, I've been told. Seems to be. Yeah. 
Okay. Norbert, what are we what are we looking at for those heels? Um, they're easily worth ten gold. You don't say. Do we, he what, nods. Do have, what do you have in uh, in maybe like a traveling shoe? Uh, and he brings out uh, more mundane shoes and, and lays them on the, the, the ground very carefully, and he arranges them. And then he'll take, like, the, the right and pick it up and put it the other side of the left and then shake his head and put it back. And he goes, okay, I, I think they're arranged. Uh, can, I, can I touch your feet? I, I'd have a, a much easier time knowing what size of shoes you both wear say, if I could touch yes. your let, feet. Let him uh, touch your feet. I, I wince. I'm like, oh, all right. And he pulls out his tape measure. And uh, and it feels kind of gross, but he's not being disgusting about it. He's just measuring your feet and pulls out a pair of shoes. And uh, they're they're a really, really well, roll a d20. Let's see what color they are. Uh, ten. With a ten, uh, they're like green. They're like pretty, pretty bland. Nothing crazy. Uh, but they're a pretty nice pair of shoes that he has set down for you. And he lets you know that they're worth uh, 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 one gold piece. Are they comfier than my current shoes? Roll a d20. <laughs> You've not had issues with your uh, feet so far. 11. They might be. It's, it's you know, it's just a, a, a trade, basically, at this point. You know what? I, I, I could use a new pair of shoes, so. You paying him a gold piece? I'll pay him a, I'll pay him a gold piece. I'll, I'll knock it off on mine. Sure thing. You uh, uh, pay a gold piece, and you get a pair of green shoes. They're pretty much the same as what you have. All right. Well, why don't you measure my feet? We'll see if you got something for me. Roll a d20. Let me know what you get. An eight. With an eight, uh, they don't fit you very well. And he says, I- I'd have to do a custom order to make sure that, 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 that I can get the proper shoe for your feet. How much would a custom order shoe cost? I mean, it depends on, on what kind of shoe you want. Do you want those hoarded wooden ones that hurt people? No, no. I was thinking more like a good resistant tactical shoe resistant and tactical and maybe maybe something that can make me you know sounds like a chate dodge dodge things better oh dodging things faster yeah chate would really help out with that okay yeah can you can you make them for me a chate shoes sure okay how how much I would I would have to say that I, I need to, to get some special ingredients, and chitays don't really live in this region of the world. Okay. So what are we talking? Uh, probably about 25 gold pieces for chitay shoes. 25 gold pieces for chitay shoes. Yeah. How long would it take you to uh, to get these going? Oh, probably about, uh, uh, depends on where I can find ingredients, but maybe three days. You know what? Sold. He nods and he says, I'll start working on him immediately. You'll be fat as fast as a chate out in the Serengeti. Uh, Serengeti? What? Yes. Okay. Chates are very fast. Chates. Chates. <laughs> Chates. I love yeah. it. What color are they? Are they chate colored? Well, yeah, of course. I'm using the chate <laughs> furs. They're going to be the, the orange and the, the black spots. You know what? Fastest <laughs> cat I ever did see. <laughs> I'll take it. Good. Uh, wonderful. And he shakes your hand. He goes to shake your hand, actually, and then pulls his hand away, and he kind of is, like, grossed out, and he's like, uh, we'll, just, we'll just use words. You know what, <laughs> Touching Norbert, doesn't need to happen. Hey, you you seem idea. like a great person. I will, I will take those heels. And he nods and uh, says, y- you won't regret it. Extra three inches of height. 
I like it. All right, so we, we're staying at the Myrtle Elber, Auberge over in the old residential district. Are you familiar with the place? Myrtle Albert. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just, you know, ask around for us. We'll be around. Oh, sure, sure. I, I, I will make sure that I, I can get that special order for you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're paying in advance, right? A- I will absolutely <laughs> pay in advance. Wonderful. I'll yeah. give you, tell you what. I'll give you half now. Half on pound of delivery. Make a persuasion check. Let me know what you get. Uh, 17. You drive a hard bargain, but yes, I will I will do that. And he takes half the money. All right, so what did I say? 20, what was it, 25? 25, yeah. I'll give, him, I'll give him 15 now. Sure. And he nods, and uh, uh, you think Gaius Payne is in the shop, was about to send you guys away and just didn't want to deal with it, and it's just sort of like, you know, gone about his business in the store. Do you guys want to head back to the Maritile Law Bears? Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. So you guys head on back to the Maritile Bears, and you meet up with Thelonious, who coincidentally is getting back at about the same time. Hello, Ted. It's Theo. Yeah. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> well, so uh, what'd you find out? Well, uh, our good friend went to the Red Gorgon Saloon again, where, we, where I ran into him the first time when I was invisible. And I went back to the bar after after all the wine. Yeah, and I'll I'll just go ahead and share everything with them. I don't need to sure. go yeah. through the whole thing. Absolutely, you you guys share. Are you guys telling uh, Thelonious about uh, uh, your friend Norbert? Oh, Absolutely. Man. <laughs> We're getting these. We got some sweet shoes. He sounds like a real winner. I yeah. hold up the heels and I'm like, I even got you something. <laughs> You guys, yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> I'll pass on that. I'm already six foot four. It goes with that sweet dress. <laughs> That we currently That's not have, bad idea. That we currently have wrapped around a uh, shard of the Black Pyramid. Oh yeah, that's that's just where you want it to be. I, I'm thinking with what I just found out about Juliana, and then this suspicious note. We we need we need to go there in the morning, first thing in the morning. Yep. To that right. moonlight uh, cloak. Sure. Sure. So uh, you also guys now realize after you trade stories back and forth that Norbert's business partner and the business partner that you heard about is Norbert. Yeah. So Roscoe and Norbert seem to know each other. So why is Roscoe trying to get Norbert to leave town? Uh, he so he told a pretty big lie to make that happen. Yeah. yeah. He I, seemed to want to be pretty. He seemed quick to want to get the heck out of town with you as well. Uh, there, uh, Thelonious. Yeah, I think Roscoe knows something's going down, but I he still seems like he doesn't want to tell me everything he i he's you know he's still kind of like outlawish and him figuring out that you know we're investigators he kept calling me a cop um <laughs> all right if only he, knew, if only he knew my past um, he, uh, i mean for the record you were very very apparent like yeah. you sat down and you're like so what do you guys think about disappearances <laughs> in the city you know it was very very clear like i mean obviously flack was so drunk it didn't matter to him but roscoe immediately saw through that yeah so, yeah, I, I think maybe if he comes by with some information, we'll try to soften him up a little bit more and see what we can get out of him. Sure. So uh, did you guys want to stay in for the evening then? Yeah, I, I think, think so. we've done enough late, for right? tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fairly late in the evening by the time you get back to the Mertiel Alberge. And as far as that goes, you guys uh, arrive back in. You guys you know, head to bed, and you wake up in the, uh, the morning. As far as that goes... Uh, let's see. Nobody's come knocking on the door in the morning or anything, uh, or, you know, anything of that nature. 
oh, wait, no, actually, yeah, there would be. Uh, I'm <laughs> okay. sorry. No, there absolutely oh, is. Uh, I was trying to think of everyone that you uh, spoke to and sent messages to and uh, one, uh, yeah. So there is a knock at the door super early. You guys have like barely woke up. Alice, you've finished trancing. So you're conscious and you're awake and like, you know, wandering around the house and stuff, you know, doing your own thing. Uh, so you are the first person who can react. All right. So I'll go to the door. I guess. You go to the door and the door swings wide and Abraham Goldbeard is there. He is flanked by Altarius Brightmore and three guards. Counselor Goldbeard, how are you? Um, not well, not well in the least. I need to speak with the three of you. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, call upstairs. I invite Abraham and his entourage inside. Abraham steps in and he tells his entourage to wait outside. He says, this won't take too long. He says, if you can wait outside. And Altarius kind of looks at Abraham a little funny and the door closes and, uh, Thelonious and, uh, Hannibal, you guys are woken up in a hurry, and you guys head downstairs, and Abraham Goldbeard looks to the three of you as you walk into the parlor, and he says, I have something that is of the utmost important to request of you. Yeah. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.